This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. It's time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon. Crazy's Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo. My cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, this is In The Conversation. This is Damian Lemon. And as always, on my right-hand side, I got... El Coronel, El Capitan, Vladimir Camaño. Mm. Fresh off a of camel. Uh, on my left-hand side, I got... You got the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad in here. Woo-hoo! Welcome. What's Ooh. going on? Everything good, man. Oh, man. How's everybody? Shit, everybody You popping bottles. We got, I mean, you know what I'm saying Vlad on the on on the national TV. Shit, we in here celebrating on the main stage, mm-hmm. popping non-alcoholic beverages. Thank you, gentlemen. There Thank it you. Is. I, was, there I, was it drinking, is. I was drinking. I was drinking. I was drinking decaf coffee yesterday. Uh, yeah. that's, that's worse than drinking. He was too. <laughs> I know. I know. Decaf I know, expre- I know. espresso. Right, that shit ain't nothing but breath stinker. Yeah, <laughs> hilarious. Oh yeah, man. Well, it looked good, man. It looked good. I gotta, I gotta watch the the uh, the set again. We was at the little the chop up situation, and uh, I'm sure Vlad will speak to that whole chop up invitation being, you know what I mean? I mean, everybody was at the chop up, but me. It wasn't even looking crazy. Vlad, could you handle that? Because I didn't even. I I can handle that, and I feel like a dirt bag. I feel like a dirt bag because I told, I told D this yesterday, Ali, and I, I think I. This is this is this is messed up what I'm about to say, man. Yeah, say what you got to say, man. <laughs> I knew I knew that I knew that I knew I wouldn't go on until like one AM, twelve thirty ish, midnight. Uh-huh. And I I was like, Ali got kids. Mm. So and it's all the way up in the Bronx and said, Yeah, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't one o'clock or nothing. It was like for your own benefit, he it was, said. I was I was and <laughs> he was up though. I was I was, was up, I was like, outside when I saw it. <laughs> like, oh, man. So with my son. You know, D, <laughs> Black you know, Fathers. D, What's up? And D kind of, D kind of said, you know, like, you know, I'm sure Ali would have made plans if, if you know, if he, you know, Ali would have made, you know, Ali would have made it happen. And I said, I said, fuck, you're right. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, my wife, I got good credit with my wife. You know what I'm saying? She ain't tripping like that. I, I, I apply for a pass. I get a pass. It was a far <laughs> off shenanigan. I'm gonna say that though. It was, it was a good city island. Okay. And okay. even uptown, and it was like that's a, that's a, that's right, a voyage. Right, right. right. But uh, you yeah. know. City, you know, Island, I, I, City I, Island is drivable, though. Right, I forgot. You know, it's true indeed. So yeah. I, you know, so I. Well, I, just, I mean, for the people who are out there that's listening, explain what what happens because I I really can't. <laughs> so Vlad had a nice little uh, like a, a a a live watch. What do you call it? A watch party up oh, at uh, party. up in City Island at one of the many Sammies. And yeah. he got to connect with Sammy. He knows Sammy, I guess. And Sammy set that shit out. Or Frankie, who knew Sammy, they set it out. And it was a nice yeah, situation. It looked like a spread. It was a good Loretteran moment. That shit looked like a spread. A lot of, a lot of big king crab looking situations. <laughs> but it was, all, it was all for a great cause, man. This man, Vlad, cracked off at the first network late night set on Jimmy Kimmel last night. You know, phenomenal, official ass with the low velvet. What was it? A velvet on the lapel blazer with the Concord yeah, Eleven. Concord Eleven with the tuxedo, um, the, the tuxedo jacket, 
And uh, I was a little tight because you don't see the concourse to the very end when I when I go shake Jimmy's Jimmy's hand. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the one thing that I was like, ah, God. you know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a minor technicality. I, I, people need to see. People need to see this. You know. <laughs> But talk to um, us, man. How'd you feel? Tell us about the well, day. First, first and foremost, I just want to apologize. To, you know how league is. That it was kind of it was fucked up for me to pre pre uh, pre assume if that's even a word that the brother could have stepped out of the house in Brooklyn to get to City Island. Uh, All good, man. So we, we 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 passed it now. We we on that. We on the that mic. Let's break that, it down, man. man. All right. Uh, so the set was pre-taped. You know, everybody was wondering if I was going on live. Um, the set was pre-taped, which is hilarious because I was posting pictures of the event before it even aired. Right. And I had friends texting me like, yo, you already went up? I said, yeah, I went up about a month and a half ago. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I already did, did, done that. Um, nah, man, I think what I was most happy about was uh, just kind of, uh, number one, my confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, if you watch the set, you know, it's, it's a bit slow getting off in the beginning. And, uh, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't panic. I kept my pace. And uh, by, the time you get to the, by the time you get to the second joke, you see why the first joke was in there, which is a callback from my dad's T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I take off my brother joke. And that's kind of when the set kind of kicked off. That's when it kind of went, uh, that's when it started to peak. That's when you was in your pocket. So, <laughs> yeah, so I was happy that uh, um, it was a slow build, but it had a purpose. You know, it had a purpose with that second joke. So it was a, it was a strategic, uh, I guess, uh, um, planting of the, of the joke and then it came back with my dad with the t-shirt and then I went into my brother and I closed up with the ATM bit. Um, so a little slow up front, but I kept my confidence. I didn't change my pacing. Um, it was like, no, nah, I was like, I got this. And, uh, I thought, I, I thought I looked great, you know? Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Modest Vlad. Remember uh, Shy Vlad? <laughs> Shit. Shy guy Vlad has left the building. I was proud of that, man. I was proud of the way I looked. I was like, you know, I went out, got the jacket, you know. Uh, uh, you ain't need no stylist, huh? No, no, no. I did. I work with my boy Quentin. My boy Quentin oh, out okay. here. Quentin, uh, I work with him. Well, what happened to the I'm other like, cat? He got wrapped? <laughs> no, same dude. The same, no, same dude. His name, his name is Quentin. He just goes by, uh, he goes by Thrash sometimes. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, two yeah. totally different identities. That's, Do- that's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He go by Thrash, um, but his real name is Quentin. He's a Marvel character. Yeah, a man. A Marvel so, stylist. Keep the brand consistent. Oh, Thrash. And Thrash, you know, we had a conversation about what I wanted and, uh, um, you know, and I, I just thought, you know, I looked uh, looked at the video a couple times with my brother, and I was like, you know, um, just felt good, man, because definitely, you, know, you definitely have some dark days in comedy. You know, you're on the come up, and uh, just feels good to have to have that set on national television and to be able to share it with friends, and and then you know to uh, to look back on that because that's the other thing too. You know, uh, we always talk about that. I think I had a conversation with with uh, both you guys, Ali and D, about you want to look back on the portfolio. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm hoping this is the first of many late night sets. In the same way, Nas got albums and Jay got albums. Well, you yeah. want to look back and go, "This is this is where I this is where I was the first five. And then the next time I do it, the next time I do it, mm-hmm. um, it's just good to have a it's good to have a portfolio of work. Yeah, that's right. We did talk about that the yeah, portfolio. Yeah, but we don't want to be we don't want to have a portfolio. We want to have a catalog. Ooh, that's what the catalog. That's right, catalog. <laughs> Portfolio asking catalog. for some. Hey, look at my portfolio. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. it can give me some work, you know. Yeah. Cat- catalog got Lose a price yourself. to it. Catalog got a price to each uh, item. Right, 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 right. Lose yourself amongst this catalog. You See know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, that so, shit was cool. Um, I mean, but what what is it like, one, preparing for something like that? 
Well, uh, the first thing is, um, so, you know, the, you, you have to prepare, you know, uh, for, for Kim, it was a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. They were talking like three and a half minutes for the set, which is, you know, crazy, because how do you cram uh, who you are in three and a half minutes, right? Right. Um, that's the other thing, too, people, for, people forget to realize, like, it's not, just, it's not just about being funny. You have to, people have to know what you are. Right. In terms of your brand, you know, your quote unquote your brand, uh, your type of funny, mm-hmm. and and when they see you online, you know, you know, we talk about the whole three that three dimensional effect of social media, um, that people need to feel. They, you know, you, you have to have a texture to what to do to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I submitted a, I submitted a set to, uh, to the Booker of Kimmel, and then what happens is they give you feedback. They go, hey, we want this joke. This joke doesn't make sense, or it doesn't make sense here, or. Um, you know, I'm not a dirty comic, but some comics will have a, a, a joke that can be considered vulgar. Mm-hmm. So they'll say, hey, we can't do that on national television. Take that out. Um, for example, I did a joke about Tropicana juice on my set. Mm-hmm. And they had to check with Tropicana brand to make sure that it wasn't, you know. Legal. Uh, yeah, that it wasn't kind of infringed. Like, you know, it kind of wasn't defaming their product. Yeah. Right. And they saw the joke and they were like, no, this is honoring the product. It's mom loves <laughs> Tropicana OJ. Tropicana should send you some shit. That's what I'm saying. That's, That's when you I'm know. <laughs> send you just a pallet of fucking uh, Grove stand. Yeah, uh, one of my homies, he 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 works at uh, one of these big companies, and they saw one of your jokes on something, and they were like, "Hey, we might want to bring that guy to our national conference." Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, what I'm saying that stuff do resonates when you mention the brand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, put that word out, Ali. Let me know. You no, know, they, I'll, I'll he told me, so I don't even have to put the word. He called me about it. Oh, you serious? Yeah, this is real talk. Was it recently or? It was a couple months ago. Oh, oh okay, bet. Yeah, pick up that phone. <laughs> What's going on with that phone <laughs> call? I'm all about that, Ali. I'm, I'm Ali, waiting I'll on that invite to the city island and oh. shit. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Man, yeah, man. man. <laughs> Niggas want that call too. Pick up the phone there. Oh, I mean, if, if, we clo- if we close that deal, I'm definitely gonna give you a little, get a little nice little, you know, nice little love on that. You know what I mean? Okay, that ain't that ain't so, why I do it, but you know what I'm saying? I, I, know, you know, I know, I know, I know. Take gifts. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what did your did your family watch? What your your father? What your mother? Did they see it? What they think? So my mom, my mom is in DR. And, yeah. Uh, I think she's gonna watch it today. So I think my brother sent her the link, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, my father saw it. He, my father stayed up to watch it. And mm-hmm. He uh, he loved it. Dope. Uh, my, I mean, and my brother, you saw him there, D. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You saw you, you saw how that man rolls. Yeah, that was um, a good homage. <laughs> you met his yeah, brother. Yeah, he loved. Boy, that's, that was his favorite part. I mean, I only seen him dancing on the, on the on the on the videos. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, he definitely he definitely perked up when that part came. Well, he's like, hold on, this, this is my spot right here. <laughs> but it was a good homage. That was a good situation. That's what's up. And then you had at the party, you had uh, well, you had the cat uh, Josh, who played your brother before. He played him in the pilot. So in the Josh- pilot, right. Which was kind of interesting to see, like, okay, like the cat that you know what I mean. It's like the, it's like Denzel and Frank Lucas, right? Did they out. did they ever meet before? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But before we shot, I had I had them kind of have dinner and talk, you know, hang out and all that. Okay, cool, cool. Nah, that's dope. And then we, um, it was dope, man. I feel really grateful for it. You know, I feel uh feel blessed to do it, and um, uh, you know, it's just a different conversation. To have now, you know, I've done the late night of, you know, it's a different uh, piece in the catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
You in the game. Your phone been ringing different yet? Yeah. Social media chain. Any love out uh, there? What, what's up? What's the transformation? So the, the social media's been good, man. The one thing I will say is, uh, um, you know, one thing I tried to guard myself from is negative comments. Don't go looking for hate. <laughs> you know, Don't do it. Um, but it's 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 part of you know it's part of the game. You 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 go on YouTube and you Where see the looking. comments. You're like, I'm super saying. <laughs> Did you find what, what, what they look like? You know what I mean? Look, what the haters have and to say. What they talking about? The haters, you know, some haters. Uh, you know, he's not funny. You know what I mean? Okay, that's uh, generic. I'm, you what? know, I'm looking at my I'm, I'm looking at my like to hate ratio. You know what I mean? Okay, what's it? What uh, you feel? How you feel? It's way more love, right? It's 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 way more love. But the the other thing too is, man, is like. I was thinking about this, and this is a real deep conversation about it. Is uh, is uh, haters can fuck up your gratitude, man. <laughs> your gratitude? Keep going. Why? What you One, mean? One's gratitude. So, like, you know, you you work hard to get this set, and you put it online, and you and uh, you know, a set's approved, and um, and you get on stage and you do it, and there are things larger than someone's opinion about the set. Like, you know, I'm talking about my family. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. And I kind of did the set to honor my family. Like, so when, I look, when my family looks back, they go, hey, this is the set that Vlad did for us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you read a negative comment saying, hey, it's not funny. And you can look that shit against you and go, damn, what the fuck did I do? But then you go, wait a minute. No, like, fuck, this is, this is my set, my family. I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to do it on national television. Mm-hmm. So, and gratitude is what keeps, 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 uh, keeps possibilities open, keeps your, keeps yeah. your, your, creativity open and keeps business open nobody wants to be around uh you know uh the better just that, no, that energy that bitter ass energy you know what i mean no. um so i made it a point before the set even aired i was gonna say no matter what indeed you kind of noticed that you noticed in the way my, we talked about yesterday the way i was even promoting the set yeah you said that you was going all um, out you was putting it all out yeah there. and then and then ali you know uh i'll give you a public shout out on this you and i had that conversation about public shout out you gotta you got, yeah, you got to tell your story. You know, Ali told me that. No doubt. No there doubt. You go. And uh, so I, I went into it saying, and I'm going to use this for the rest of my life. I'm going to go into it saying, I'm, I have gratitude. I have gratitude for this opportunity and fuck what anybody says. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah I think you're on national TV. That's what it is. You in the conversation. You are the conversation of that night at that time slot, man. Sure. They in your comments. You exactly. ain't in their comments. They ain't got no comments. You don't even know who the fuck that person yeah, is. Exactly. They don't sure, got no man. comments in his motherfucking basement. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you good? Know what I mean? Yeah, don't look for the don't look for the hate, man. Enjoy the love. No doubt. Enjoy so, the love. Inspire the people. Which, which is the which is the you know that's the larger agenda? It's crazy, man. I remember remember meeting this guy fucking open mic years ago in Nevada Smiths. He was talking about comedy for hours after that, at like a, at the diner, just talk about comedy. What how it could happen? Blasey skit. You talking about Vlad? Talking about Vlad, man. Uh, Vladimir, come uh, on, okay. not the guy that's in this comments. No, no, no. Vladimir, no, no. come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Talk, talk and, on uh, it. Speak on it. Yeah, I mean, you know, from the door, you know what I mean. Cat wanted to do this comedy shit. Was a big fan. We talked about comedy like me and you would talk about hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Breaking down styles. Looking at, ah, if that's hack, you know, this person did that. Like, everything. Just the culture of it, you right, know? Right. And then and trying to get in there. Trying to establish yourself. Trying to break in. I remember we was doing, we promoted a show. We produced a show. Comedy on the Hump for a couple of years. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I remember Cats was like, yo, I got my first solid 10 minutes. I remember beefing when we, we got into it one time. 
this was it is no big thing. We got into it. We were we were driving on our way to do a college gig for you know a, a unmentionable amount of money. The quotes have changed. Hilarious. Yeah, we but, were talking uh, about that above. Yeah. Yeah, but um, we used to have a show, and we'd have to go last. Somebody would host, and somebody would close. And we was really just going last. It was a, a Wednesday night show. It was 15 minutes. And Ali I, came out? Huh? Yeah, yeah, I came out Ali came out a few times. We can, you know, the crowd was the crowd was so how it was that we remembered everybody <laughs> that came out. We would book our crowd like we booked our comics. It was like, oh, yo, what, when the last time Ali been back? Call Ali again. See if we can get him in here to say. Ain't him. it such and such birthday? But I remember just going from that. Going from that to, you know, the cat, when he was left his job to go all in on the comedy shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then the, the Montreal breakout and all of the success that has come since. So the shit, I mean, I'm just happy because I've witnessed it. I've seen it. Right, and I, right, I'll, right. I'll say one thing about Vlad. Vlad ain't never take no shortcuts. He's never been a bitter dude. He's been genuine. He's been a good comic. You know what I mean? He's never been like a backbiting comic or a comic that'll shit on other comics or a comic that'll do something. You know what I mean? Like cheat the game. Mm -hmm. Like he played by the rules and the motherfucker is is reaping the rewards of just doing the work. So with that and with this little 16 ounce bottle of Poland Spring that's non-alcoholic, I salute that man. Salute. There it is. Salute. Vladimir, come on, yo. I appreciate that, man. Thanks a lot, D. You know, um... It's just, yeah, man. And, you know, it's, uh, we, we still cooking, man. We still cooking. Absolutely. We out here working. We all working. We all working. We still cooking, man. What's cracking with you, man? <sighs> I ain't doing shit. No. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm chilling, man. I'm out here working, man. Uh, fuck. What's going on? We got the uh, true. I had to, I'm running around looking for an outfit. We got the Turner Upfronts tomorrow. They're doing all the okay. shows. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. That's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. That's upfronts. Comedy Knockout comes back. Uh, I want to say come back tomorrow. Come okay. back. Uh, yeah, that's coming back tomorrow. So I'm about to start promoing all that. So that's that. So um, the up, at the Upfronts, what 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 do you do at the Upfront? I chill. You just amongst, you in the audience, you amongst the, uh, the, the other talent. Like there's certain people that come up there and like present and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I ain't there yet. I ain't presenting at this point. <laughs> and I'm cool. Like, you know, it's a, you get there early. You get, it's an early day. It's a long fucking day. You get there early. You do like red carpet. People, the, the media come out, ask you about the show, what mm -hmm. to expect. Blase Skip, you need to have your little, your, your sound bite together or whatever right. you're talking about together. Uh, there's all the other, you know, talent from all the other shows under the Turner umbrella. So, okay, it's crazy. It's like a, it's like, like a big ass convention. Like Cartoon Network and all that shit. Too? Everybody, Cartoon Network. So, like, for instance, Eric Andre, who's on Adult Swim, which is Cartoon Network. He was there last year. I seen my man. Uh, that's my man too. Uh, Anthony Bourdain in the building. Okay. That was crazy. Last year it was uh, who hosted it? it was Conan. Anderson Cooper and Charles Barkley, the three of them hosted, okay. and they was all funny. They had their own little thing. I thought we talked about it on on the on the um, on the pod, but maybe not. But uh, you know, just just mad people. I see the Jokers out there, and Practical Jokers. They out there repping, you know, true. Uh, I'm trying to think who else I kicked it with last year. I met um Dan Harmon. I sat next to Dan Harmon, who you know, I believe he created Community. He also did Rick and Morty. You know what I mean? I didn't know who he was. He's just, you know, he's the guy that created. We just happened to have a conversation, start chopping it up. He was wild cool. And I'm happy to be a fan of some of his shit. Right. 
you know, it was just cool. What it is, is kind of reminding me, and this is going a little inside baseball, but just to give you a, a reference that, remember when we, actually, we had some upfronts. We yeah, had I mean, an upfront. I, I know. I yeah. understand the concept. Like, you know. It's like a big PowerPoint presentation for TV. Right. To, to like, basically, the whatever network, they, they're touting all their, their new shit that's dropping, whatever, and they do a little teaser video. They have some of the talent come up there and be funny. And, right. you know, I remember Billy Eichner came up last year. It was funny as shit. You know what I mean? It was it was pretty good. And, and most times it's to show the advertisers and the ad agencies right. and, you know what I'm saying, what they have coming, what's what's in slot, you know what I'm saying, so they can start planning on which, which shows they're going to buy into. Right. And, you know. It's it's really like you know a head start on let's this is what we got this this is what y'all paying for this shit right let's get this money let's get this money let's you know figure it out so we're gonna bring out all our stars right you know what I'm saying we're gonna Talk do this to red them. carpet y'all gonna be able to shake hand rub elbows have see, a drink see some clips and you know what I'm saying this is our this is our lineup Enjoy this is our squad yeah you know yeah it was fun it's fun and then they got you know they got some parties afterwards it's a whole a whole day it's gonna be fun though it's a good That's situation what's up. That's what's up. So uh, shout out to the whole Turner situation. This is Hollywood season. Down here working. You know Cats saying? is down here working, man. What's up with you, brother? Oh, man, shit. I'm fresh off of what's the Muhammad holiday, Mother's Day. You know oh, what I'm saying? Shit, that was right. a big week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know, we did it up for my wife. I, you know, me and my daughter cooked breakfast. and then, Oh, word? Then I ordered takeout and made a spread out of the takeout. Okay. You know what I'm saying? At the crib. All right. You know what I'm saying? Um it's interesting though on my um my son's birthday, my 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 middle kid, uh-huh. twelve year old, well thirteen now. Uh-huh. He asked uh he wanted a cassette recorder. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. old school, like regular tape. Throwback. Like, interesting. Like, Why? Like, Where'd that fuck? come from? Well, you know, he, he he's the brainiac one. So right. he at school, at this school, and they had the rules, and they say, you know, you can't have an MP3 player, iPhone. Oh. You know what I'm saying? They named all the things. <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> he so, took it back on so your he, ass. So he was like, well. Radio Raheem. If if I bring a cassette, that's not against the rules. Smart, yeah. smart So he's trying smart, to circumvent. He, he has a whole plan like just that. to try like to that. circumvent the rules. This is a spike-based plan. Like your like loophole. <laughs> exactly. You want to exploit the loophole and, you know what I'm saying, get his black ass kicked out of this private <laughs> <laughs> The old cassette debacle of 2017. So I'm just preparing for the call, but so anyway, he 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 wanted a recorder so he could record from his phone or wherever mm-hmm. to the tape, mm-hmm. and then he bought a uh, a portable Walkman joint, mm-hmm. and you know we we went all over town looking for a goddamn cassette recorder, and I ended up finding one. You know what I'm saying? A couple of days ago at Target. Mm. They had a little boom box wow. for the cassette recorder. Yeah. So, and then he ordered the little was the, Walkman Was the cashier shocked? Nah, I mean, you know, you know they, don't be, they don't be looking at shit. They just be beep, okay. beep, beep, beep. Cassette's kind of making a comeback. I don't want to say making a comeback, but they've been around like as a <laughs> sub, no, for real, as a yeah. subculture. Shout out to my man um, Steve over at VDSQ Records. He's He's been, you know Steve, he's been doing the record thing for a long time, right. and he would do like a, a short run of cassettes of every release he would do, right. and them shits would go crazy. Yeah, People it, like him. It's it's a strange thing, and he's into it. Like so, he he set it up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, it was a it was a proud moment. You know what I'm saying? Because you finally like you know with technology moving so fast, none of the shit that you was on 
has no real place in the world no more as far as vinyl and right. and uh, tapes and shit. Kids not on that shit. So to actually have to show him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so he was like, so each side is 30 minutes? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, then and he's like, then what? Well, then you got to flip it over. You know what I'm saying? That blew his mind. Nah, it just was like, okay, okay. He was. It was just like an odd-ass technology that you had to explain to him. Like, what's going on here? When you were talking to him, did it feel like, as he was processing it, did it feel like, as he's talking to you, did it feel like what he's processing? Like, damn, so we really going backwards here. So it's only 30 minutes on this? This is what we only nah, got he, 30 nah, he minutes? Was, he was just soaking it up, trying to feel like, get a feel for what it was. Now, That's dope. Like, you know how... You know how when you when you know when you know tapes, you know when you, you can look at the tape and tell which side is ready to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it's on the right, you know what I'm saying? That's this side. You oh, know right, right, right. You know, so you could just look at the tape and how much left on each side right. to see, you know, saying where it sat on the tape. Yeah. So he was like, you know, which side is ready to go when it's like this? I was like, oh, if it's flip on that side, that's the A side, and you know. If it's not, then you just flip it over. But when it's on the, when it's empty on this side, that's the side that's ready to go. You got high speed dubbing on it, or is it... nah, nah, it ain't got. It's only it ain't a double cassette. Joint. Okay, you know it ain't advanced cassette. Okay. It's, it's very simple cassette. You right. know, we had got to the point with the double cassettes and shit where you could just do all kind of shit with it. Right, they used to make loops and you know what I'm saying. Like you be master at it. You know exactly when to press record and mm-hmm. keep it on beat. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying. It was just weird having the. the to show him and he was into it. So, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, you really don't have many of those moments where it's like, yeah, and it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, with him having his hand on a cassette, it made sense. And then him having to go up and make a, a physical mixtape, you know what I'm saying? But it was easier for them because he just used the fucking phone and put a playlist on and let it run for 30 minutes. And just let it, yeah, just let it record. <laughs> Hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, you had to take each record, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Pause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make sure your pause was a good pause too. Yeah. It had a little nice little hunt to it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right at the right time. You want to pause too early before nah. the fade, all the way right. fade, but then you don't want no silence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you gotta get your pause game together, you know. So that, you know, that was that was a bugged out moment, man. So we we did that. It was a you know, it was a it was a proud old school hip hop head ass black father moment. <laughs> That's what's up. D, did they D, did they have that at the Black Museum in uh, DC? I think they did have the the uh the uh tape recorder. <laughs> <That was cassette. laughs> they had the one they had one cassette left. Now they I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. They had some interesting art, you know, artifacts, I guess we gonna call it like that. Like they had Dillers twelve hundred, you know what I mean? It's MPC and shit like that. It's mm-hmm. it's kinda cool to see certain things like that presented in the context of History, right? You know, it's so crazy because it's something that is visceral to you. You used to do that, and right. now that shit, somebody studies it, right? <laughs> that's, some shit. that's crazy. That shit is in a case behind a glass. Word, word. You gotta ask somebody about that. So, what, what's the story behind that? <laughs> well, a long time ago. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah. So you know, but the byproduct was, you know, what I'm saying <clears throat> we had a tape player. So I started, you know, I got a bag full of old ass tapes. So I was going through all Oh, hilarious. Like, oh, shit. Damn, I remember that. Yeah. And you can convert, right? You say you got a converter? Yeah, man, you can run the aux cord back and forth, you know what I mean? Okay. So, yeah. So I haven't started converting now, but, you know, I was just listening to a bunch of old shit. Yeah. It's like, it's funny, like, you know what I'm saying? You hear your tape and you're like, I remember exactly when I made this motherfucker. And I remember why. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Then I had my beats, some old beats and some old raps and shit. 
Shit. How they sound? This shit sound all right. Still hold up? I mean, some of them. You about to go not, back not, in the lab? Nah, not really. You ain't go, nah? All right. If I do, I'll let y'all know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the <laughs> ask me about if I'm going in the lab or not. <laughs> Jay-Z, I drop, just drop out the blue. They say he's supposed to be dropping soon. Yeah, that's what that's what they say. I mean, you know, what you think about that? I mean, I'm mean, you know, shit. I'm always ready for a Jay Z album just to see. You know, that's that's my that's my fucking guy. <laughs> I fuck with Jay Z. It's funny though. I've noticed a lot of these young kids. The Jay Z slander has heightened as oh, wow. as time has gone by. Because Jay Z is one of the last motherfuckers that's like shining, shining from the era. Right. And um, I seen uh. I see somebody tweet, you know, uh, I think Nation from Not Right tweeted, new Jay-Z album, this is not a drill. New Jay-Z album, this is not a drill. And then Cats was retweeted that shit like, dang, he could keep that shit. Or I'm good. Let me you hear know, Travis Scott. I was you like, them, hey. You know, the internet ain't got no motherfucking nah, chill. You know. You know what I'm saying? They, they, when it hit, they'll be on it. But Jay-Z, like, you know, he last of the linear rappers, man. I mean, linear you know, rappers, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I break it down like, you know, back in the day, you know what I'm saying, a rap, a verse, you know what I'm saying, each verse had its own topic. You know right. what I'm saying? It was like an essay. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? We talking about this, and we going to do this, and then this happened, and that's uh-huh. happening, blah, 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 and yeah. then the hook, right. hook, which probably lines up with the, with what the verse. What was just said, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then it, you know, it might have shortened like half a verse about this, half a verse about that. But then, like when Wayne came, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne came along with "Round the Squad Up" era, mm-hmm. and then shit, it might be two words, and then the whole subject switched. The next two words of the whole another subject, you know what I'm saying? Punchlines. Yeah, it was just each line might have its own whole story. You know what I'm saying? So I call that nonlinear rap, mm-hmm. like when it's just you know they just flipping different words and mm-hmm. making that shit work. And and this era after that, a lot of Rap is very non-linear, very, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to say this, I'm going to say that. It might relate to the next shit, but it might not. It might just be a pre-hook. It might be a pre-hook. It might be a pre-hook before the pre-hook before the pre-hook. And the hook might not be about shit, and then we're going to name that shit. ain't got nothing to do with nothing we said. We're going to name it Barbara Walters. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, God damn. This is about gun violence in Chicago. (laughs) This shit is non-linear than a motherfucker. Yeah. But Jay Z, you know what I'm saying? I mean, J. Cole keep the non-linear shit. He keep the non-linear heritage. Um, the, you mean the linear heritage? The, the, yeah, the linear heritage. And then Joey Badass. Kendrick? See? Kendrick got non-linear beats. Kendrick got non-linear. Kendrick is very non-linear, but he make it feel linear. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because the way he rap, you know what I'm saying? It feel like he rapping like the old way. Right. But he his subject matter and his topic, he might flip that shit on you in the middle of the sentence. And, you know, you got to keep up with him sometimes. So, you know, he'll, he, I guess he's a hybrid, I guess. I think I've realized, like, I think, uh, yeah, I'm ready for a J album. I'm, I'm hoping that he, uh, that he's spitting that shit, though. Like, and I don't even know what that means by that shit. Let me be. You're I, only be, gonna know it when you hear it. When I hear it, when I hear it, I don't need the I'm rich art rap. You know what I mean? We could do one or two of those, but I don't. I don't want to hit a rarefied. You. You know, no. even though Jay always been better than these niggas. Right. You know what I'm saying? As far as his listeners go. Right. You know what I mean? And his competition. Right. But I don't need it to be. Way, way. I don't want to have to go to Google that many times. Right. I don't have to go to the Rob Report. I want some of that shit to be. I want it to be competitive. I want him to kind of 
get back in there. You right. know what I'm saying? And then hopefully, hopefully the jump is still clicking. Right. You you want to hear him as drug dealing Jay? I don't particularly need to hear drug. I feel like I've heard all of the drug dealing Jay. I want to hear get money Jay. I like get money Jay. Maybe get money. Uh, business self-help book, Jay. Like, hey, this is how I got the money. You know what I mean? And this is the formula in a cool way to where it could inspire me yet again. Jay done inspired a lot of get money schemes in my life. No doubt. So shit like that. A little reflective. I don't like a whole lot of tender reflection, but I guess this cat about to have twins and shit, and he's, you know, he married with a child, so when, Mother's Day when, just passed. When, he's, when has he ever been kind of tender? He's been a little reflective. I mean, he even just, he ain't even cry on the song. He made the song cry. No, no, no. As it got, when he starts talking about his daughter, he gets a little bit more emo out there, a little bit more. You know, you're a father, so you probably, it probably fits right with your filter. But uh, it's just a little, it's just a like, how many, how many verses he talking about the kid? But uh, I really didn't like when he had blue in the tub like pop. I, oh, yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> That's just a, that's a far way. That's a, that's a long way to go for a reference that doesn't pay off. No, it doesn't just, really pay off. It's just weird. And now we now we fucking with Pac. See, because I'm still low right. Now we fucking with Pac after but, all these years. But of- but you know what I'm saying? That's the thing with Jay. As soon as Pac was dead, you he know was, what I'm saying? He was referencing Pac. That's the one question. You no, know, but but Jay is one of them. <laughs> Jay one of them niggas though. He right. a forty eight laws of power ass nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? Jay gonna bury you into his. You know what I'm saying? Then he gonna profit off of you. Are you saying Jay killed Pop? No. Oh, okay. I'm no, bury you, bury you with the the, the lyrics. No, no, I know. I know. no. But no. like Jay, uh, battle you out, and you know what I'm saying? If he didn't battle you out, when if you was Jay enemy, he gonna have, it's gonna be a long grudge. You know right. what I'm saying? The revenge might be served Freeze your ass cold, out. Right. But he going to continue to dig at your ass and then profit. Put it on your record so that people go buy his record and then he profit off of it. Right. I think he made a song called Me and My Girlfriend. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like he 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 goes deep with his with his uh with his revenge and beefs. And is that the only Pac song he's covered? Or no, he, he something else? I mean, he he always he always got a Pac reference. I don't right. know if he c- covered a whole song, yeah. but he always he always yelling the Pac reference here yeah. and there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's uh, that's the that's the young rap fan in me that's still a little uncomfortable well, with sounds, that too. It sounds very uh, holy grudge. It sounds very, <laughs> Go it ahead. Sounds very uh, very it sounds very Rocky. You know what I mean? Rocky Four when he was rich and had all the money, and the Russian came along. You know what I mean? And you just hoping that Rocky comes over, then he has to lose, take that one L, and he comes back and wins. Right. Because mm-hmm. um, he's in a very unique context, man. I mean, can you think of another rapper who's in his context where he has, you know, three kids with probably the greatest, one of the greatest, you know, married to one of the greatest uh, music artists of all time, multiple enterprises, you know. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but his, you know, his, to expect, I mean, dude, maybe I'm not listening to you right, but are you expecting him to have the the same level of honesty or you want parts of the OJ to come back? Or are you just looking for straight up honesty? Like, I want this, to, I, I want this to honest record from Jay. You know what I would want? You know what I would want? Because to your point, he does live the life that you could kind of roll the credits at any point and he won. You know what I mean? It could be like the end. And it's like, damn, that motherfucker did it. <laughs> but I would like him to be 
when I heard Lemonade come out, right? Mm -hmm. Not to be petty about it, but like if some shit really happened, right? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about, I don't know how transparent it's going to get. I mean, I see Rock out here talking about like sometimes shit get a little different, right? It takes, it's a, it's a, this is a new level of hip hop artists. Of hip hop artists. When now we talking about <laughs> real shit. Like right. we talking about maintaining the relationship. We talking about infidelity. We talking about, you know what I mean? We talking about that type of shit. I would love to hear, I would like to hear Jay get a little vulnerable. We talked about this. Right, vulnerable right. Jay. Right, I would vulnerable like Jay. I wanna hear because since the Lemonade album, right. I mean, I kind of wanna see. What he thinking? Right, and that, that's interesting. You know what I'm saying? I really don't care if if, if he's honest. You know what I'm saying? Because I just want I want a hard record. I just want some dope ass music. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't really care if that shit is his real shit or not. But he need to come with a compelling something. Yeah, I want it to be compelling. You I know want what I'm saying? It to be some dope shit. Because you know, I mean, I don't know when rappers had to be. Real and honest, you know what I'm saying. When I was coming up, rappers was really just flossing. They was telling stories. You know, too. They were telling stories, and they were just flossing out. They just it was it wasn't never. It didn't get to a point where you had to be real, and they had to match up with your real shit until after like gangster rap. You know what I'm saying. I feel like gangster rap changed that, and I think Jay kind of changed that with the when I talk about what I got, I really got it. I'm gonna right. pull up with that, and you'll be like, oh shit, because <laughs> you know for a while it was just like oh. Right. Every so often, I remember years ago seeing Nice and Smooth mm -hmm. in some Jeeps or Fordham, and they had the Nice and Smooth Jeeps with the with the uh, the UV shit, the mm -hmm. little whatever. And I was blown away. I was like, "Oh, this shit is like it was like seeing <laughs> like a comic book come to life. Like, right. oh, these motherfuckers really, really got exists. that shit." <laughs> so it's always kind of cool when it when it checks out. Yeah, you know when it checks out, but you know when when they're on the rap though, you know what I mean? Like you you could always see Run DMC. You know, they had Benzes and shit and they pictures and all that, but on their record, you know what I'm saying? It was Christmas and Hollis. You know what I'm saying? Santa came down the chimney. You ain't give a fuck. It was just records. You know what I'm saying? Good records. Daryl and Joe, my DJ scratch better than yours and shit. Yeah, I don't want to hear no and shit. Wanna, no, 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 but that, that was, that's, no, that's the first phase. But then, you know what I'm saying? You knew when Ice Cube was writing that shit. You know, you knew right. it was no nigga in the world like that. I want to hear some narrative. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? You I never believed Ice Cube for one minute. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucker caused so much havoc in one goddamn day on a record. It was like, man, come on, man. This motherfucker. Did you ever believe rappers? And what was the first what was the first time with rapper nah, where you was like, damn, I, because, I can't believe this? Because in the era of rap that I came up in originally, the stories was just kind of like fairy tales and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like motherfucking Slick Rick and Lottie Dottie. You know what, mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Rent your rank up. Say, hey, it can't be. Well, that, yeah, that's different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was that's how most of the records was. LL, I'm bad. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I used to believe in Mob Deep. I did. That, I that's, I a, to, that's a different era. That's the next. That's the, that's the like the third wave. Like, like after, after Tribe and all that. Right. Telling you, it's like after gangster rap. Then right. it became like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to be that shit what you talking. Because you're right. not talking some real reckless shit right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, you know. I will say, I will say this about Jay, though, man. It's something I try to I try to uh, incorporate into my own stuff. Like, uh, he has a way of being emo. And again, my, my knowledge of hip-hop is limited, but from what I've heard of Jay... He has a way Speak of being emo. Man. Say from what I heard. No, because I, I don't. Cause, no, because I'm not as well versed. They know. Everybody that listens okay. here knows. Speak from the <laughs> Vlad you, point of you. view. I appreciate that. You got it. Um, he has a way of being emo, quote unquote. You want to put that in quotes, but while still being empowered. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can be like Jay will talk about not having his father around. He'll talk about his mom. But it's in a way where you feel good about feeling that. You know what I mean? Like you don't feel weak. You don't feel uh, victim-y. You know what I mean? Um, uh, is that because he's winning? <laughs> is that because yeah, is he really that like? No, but I think like that's like it'd be interesting to see what struggles he's going through right now. You know, maybe the struggle of expectations, maybe the struggle of being a, uh, you know, being a, a, you know, a father, being a, you know, being like you said after lemonade, but right. being able to share those struggles while still feeling empowered. Like if he can pull that off, I, I would love to hear that album. Let me ask y'all: Are y'all only interested in people struggle when they winning? Like if they losing, mm-hmm. is that shit just a burdensome conversation? Or do you would like it, it? Almost it just feels like bad storytelling. No, I mean <clears throat> if it's in real life, you know what I'm saying, or or like on in a music or. <laughs> I guess in real life, is it like the Ja Rule story? <laughs> right? Do you not? Do you? Okay, for instance, not make name me not personalize it to anybody, but if somebody caught a raw deal, right, and they mm-hmm. telling you about how it all happened or whatever. Right. Are they not any more, comp- like, you know, are they not compelling anymore? It's like, nah, 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 I mean, you know what I'm saying? Depends on, you know, who it is. If they was if they was doing their shit and then, they, you know, saying it ain't work out, you know what I'm saying? It's still a lot to learn from it, you know what I mean? You just, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to give credit to people. You know, sometimes people just lie about shit. So you don't, you know what I'm saying? Those disregard. But if it's true story and true experience, it's always something to be learned. Mm-hmm. In that shit, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Something to always learn from another motherfucking mistake, right? Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying, and you know it. It could be like that. You know what I mean? It's like you might not want to hear a good record from an artist who has fallen off. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like your patience isn't there as much. Yeah. You're kind of like, yeah, I don't need that. Is it? Is it? Is it good? You got to hear from four other people that it was. <laughs> nah, it's, it's worth listening to two or three songs. You know what I mean? I don't know. So you know that, yeah, that when you're in that council of uh, public opinion, but you know that all that counts against you. Yeah. KRS One just dropped a new album. I haven't heard it yet. Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the response. But I, I heard one record. It sounded like a KRS One record. You yeah. know what I mean? But um, I'm curious. You know, I'm kind of curious to to maybe listen to this KRS One album. What if KRS One came and had nonlinear lyrics and on a on like a banging beat? Well, that's the thing. A lot of people still feel like KRS One is never like. There's people that feel like KRS One never really fell off. He mm. just, he just, it just didn't for whatever stopped connecting. Like he didn't fall off quality wise. You know how maybe he just didn't connect with the, what was going on right. musically. But people have always there's always been this thing where. There's a few older artists that people will still be like, nah. If right. he get in the studio now, he still got bars. He supposedly KRS One still makes battle raps right. for just in case. And I'm sure he got bars. You know what I'm saying? The cadence, we don't cadence know. Cadence could be questionable. We don't know what the cadence gonna sound like. But a lot of times these guys, man, a lot of times guys have just don't have good taste in beats. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That the newer or the updated taste in beats. Right. Like when it comes to changing and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I always look at it to the point where when LL dropped the second album or dropped dropped the Walking with a Panther album. I think that was the third album. Mm-hmm. And it it was like a dud to the general community. It was he had some songs on there, but it was kinda like, yeah, it's not the the mother two albums he just right, had. Right. And you know what I'm saying? He kinda got quiet 
And then, you know what I'm saying? The motherfucking um Mama said knock you out. That that album, but the the booming system. Oh right. The booming system record dropped on radio. And that beat was crazy. I remember listening to it like, yo, who the fuck is this? Who beat? Who did that? Molly Ma? Probably. That shit was crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, who the fuck? Is-? Like, he changed his whole shit up to the point where you didn't even recognize that it was him. Right. And when you found out it was him, it was like, Too oh, <laughs> my nigga LL is back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he has done that, you know, a few times over his career. He was good. To where he could drop singles at least for, for years. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... I think a lot of guys, you know, down down go be able to go back and reinvent that shit and come up with something fresh. Cuz maybe a lot of guys don't realize that they're not out of touch until it's way too late. They might be stubborn or they don't really reach out to nobody else. You know, it's got it's got to be a lot of vulnerability. Or the new shit just might not just feel right. It might not feel natural. It might not feel right. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, you just, you know, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you came up with your style and flow, it was just coming out of you. You know what I'm saying? And if you ain't reinvigorated your whole situation, then you might just be on your same thing. That's what feel good, man. That's an interesting moment for artists is when to change with the times while still maintaining who you are. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's that, that tricky moment. But it could be done. Sometimes, man, you gotta do it, man. So it's got to. Like, I feel like Wayne is in that place where he need to change his style. Mm. That's just that's just me. Yeah, probably. He got stuck on a couple of subjects too long. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. His voice kept getting higher and higher. I'm like, God. I think we might. You know what I think it is too. I think it's like old Wayne. I think since he got all this contract shit going on. Mm-hmm. You know, Wayne used to put out a lot of fucking music and he could kind of purge all of that shit and start some new shit. I think he's he ain't been able to really get all the way in it and like put shit out to be digested and try other shit. Right. Feels like he's kind of like, I'm not doing much until I get out this situation. Right. And it's kind of fucked up. Right. So he might be in the lab changing this whole shit up, but I feel like he need an update. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I guess if you feel like you got that shit that's going to change your life, you want to make sure, like, if this is your new lease, you want to make sure that you got all this shit in your name. You know what I mean? You know, the other thing, the other thing, too, is, man, is that artistically, you know, I'm not saying this to everybody, but when you perform either comedy, music, or what comes with it is a persona, right? Mm -hmm. And this happened with Richard Pryor, you know, uh... Pryor was doing Cosby for a period of time, then he went to Los Angeles, then he went to San Francisco, and his persona changed. Mm-hmm. You know, what happens is, like, that, that persona he used to wear doesn't feel right no more, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes time. It's like a snake getting his skin off, or like a reptile. Like, you got to shed that skin off first mm. before you come back out. And, and there's no formula for that. Sometimes you, you've got the new persona, sometimes you don't, but you also can't rush it. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You got to connect, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you say, you yeah. don't want to hear you don't want to hear Art House J. You know what I'm saying? Soho J and shit. You want to hear some bangers. I want to hear So Ghetto. I want to hear that type. I want to hear a Lord J. What's some of your favorite Jay-Z records? I don't be knowing all the names and shit. I, remind me of the, you know what I'm saying? Uh PSA, mm-hmm. the whole the whole Blueprint album, right. you know what I'm saying? Um Man, I don't like. I don't know all the names of the shit. I was listening to a Jay Z playlist the other day. I was like, damn, I forgot all that shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 
So I don't know, man. What's yours? You the J man? I just said a couple. I said so ghetto. I like so ghetto a lot. I like a lore. Uh, what's the um the million and one questions questions intro? It's one mm. of my favorite choice. Um, <clears throat> I show you how to do this, son. Right, right, right. That shit hard. Uh, meet the parents is crazy. I mean, I could my, go on and on. My, my favorite, you know, what I'm saying, get money one was, you know, what I'm saying, one million, two million, oh, three yeah. million. That's that, I play that shit anytime. I'm ready. To you get, don't know. You know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, what I'm saying, I play that shit at any moment when I feel like I need to, you know, what I'm saying, get yeah. some extra cash this month. That's like his verse from Go Crazy. It's one of them shits that, like, that shit speak to me. Like, this <laughs> nigga saying some shit. That's the type of J I like. But I like his verse on, um, I like it even, <clears throat> it's a dope dealer verse, but I like the verse on, I, I, um, I done seen it all. Seen it all on Jeezy. On oh, right, 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 right. The plug down in St. Thomas, you know what I'm saying? On them trillion watts. I gotta listen to that again. My just my favorite for us is fuck that shit, young nigga, nigga get, get paid. <laughs> <laughs> Vlad, what else is good, man? Uh, I'm trying to think of what J albums I, what J songs I like. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, you know, so it's a short list. <laughs> Maybe not even J, but like, okay, so you about to do a show? You about to do a weekend? You in the, in the dressing room or whatever? What's on your pre-show playlist? What you playing? What you get? What's getting you in the uh, mood? Like three records man, to get you ready for the stage. It's uh, it's it's mostly uh, it's mostly stuff my brother listens to, man, because that that's what we'll be playing in the house. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a couple of salsa songs that he plays that just like real heavy drums, mm-hmm. uh, you know, heavy rhythm, and I'll play that. Um, I'm just going in my iTunes library real quick to see if uh, oddly enough, man, you know, what I like uh. I like uh, uh, Redman occasionally. All right. Mm-hmm. I put some Redman on. Rakim, just because he Bronx. Big pun a lot. A lot of big pun. Mm-hmm. Uh, big pun Big pun is like, that's my guy. What you playing uh, from? Him? What, you t- what you putting on? Uh, so with pun, you know, Capital Punishment, that first, uh, the first album. Right. And that one, you could, just, you could just pick a song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, to me, that's one of the greatest albums, dude. That Capital Punishment album. Um, Dream Shatterer in particular. Mm-hmm. You put on Dream Shatterer, right, right. you know, I could, I could go work out. You could do a set, whatever whatever's needed. But uh, so if I'm right before a show, I do like Jada Kiss sometimes too, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jada's great. Um, but if not, it's just some good old salsa stuff that my brother used to play. Uh, <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. What's the salsa record? You, know, you got any names? Oh, yeah. So the name of it is called... Uh, it's called the, uh, it's called the Le- the LeBron the LeBron brothers. Oh shit, the and, LeBron uh, brothers. LeBron, yeah, LeBron brothers. And the song is called uh, Descalga LeBron. And I, you know what? I'm even linking to the the Facebook page. Yeah. What's for real though? For real, we be talking that yo. We got to put some shit on the Facebook page, and we don't be putting it on the Facebook. I'll put it up there, man. Uh, let me see here. People uh, been hitting me. Yo, what happened? I thought you was going to put that on the thing. We, oh, my bad. I'm talking. Wrong page. Uh, see here. Oh, by the way, fellas, I just got my water bottle, by the way. I wanted to point that out oh, to you. That's a new one? Battery charge? The one, you know, the, the one that measures how much water you oh, drink. You oh, I thought you I had thought that. I thought you already had it already. No, no, it was it was on back order. It just, I, I got it today when rappers. I got back. Uh-huh. <laughs> when I rap about it, I might get it in a couple months. <laughs> one day. Oh, aspirational. It was on back order, man. 
<clears throat> so, so how's uh, it working so far? Well, apparently right now I done drank forty-five uh, percent of my daily allotment. Mm. So I got another fifty percent left. Okay, you got a long way to go. Uh, I know I got ninety-four ounces. It's, it's ninety-four ounce total, and I've drank forty-two of that. And it judges what's been poured or what's been like drank. Like as it's been, well, as it goes out, that's when it says, "Okay, that was that." No, so the way it works is that you, when you first get it, you got to calibrate it. Uh-huh. So you got to zero it first. So you put it down empty, then right. you pour water in it, then it measures what it's like full empty. Right. So that whenever you drink and put it back down, it measures what's remaining. Does right. that make sense? Like half yeah, empty, yeah, yeah. and so that's how, that's how it knows how much how. You could cheat. Yeah, it, you, you, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. If you pour, if you poured some water, yeah, you could. You, but why would you want to cheat you know. yourself out of water that you? That's going, what I'm saying. You, yeah, I want to drink either. anyway. <laughs> somebody could fuck with your your numbers. What I'm saying is no, because somebody say if somebody want to fuck with your with your metrics, you go leave the room. They pour the water out, pour some more water in, pour that out, pour some more water in. You think you ahead of the game? You only get thirty percent. You, you need, thought you was at seventy. You need to reevaluate your life and friends if somebody fucking with you. Try to sabotage your water intake, <laughs> and you need to reevaluate yourself if you're pouring it out on yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna get ahead of these numbers. <laughs> Yeah, man. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Technology and shit. I've been running my down, so. You know what I'm saying? I don't up. know if that got nothing to do with water. I just know when I run, I had to drink a lot of water. There you go. Fitness. You know what I'm saying? That shit is. Where, you been, where you been running at? Just in Brooklyn? Yeah, I ain't no, I don't need to go nowhere. Still running after dark or you, you yeah, in yeah, the I'm, light? I'm running in the dark. I did three miles. I'm proud of myself and shit. I didn't even know it was three miles until I went and looked it up at the when I got home, see how far that was. What do you mean you looked it up at the, on your phone? No, nah, I went to, you know, I ain't got no advanced Nike technology with the bands and shit, so I was like, I knew where I ran. You know your what phone got all that. Well, I ain't, you know, I went to the Google Maps okay. and said, you know what I'm saying, how far is such and such? And From then, such and such. And then it told me, you know what I'm saying, that shit was 1.6 miles, so I know I went there and back. Nice. So, you know what I'm saying? So that, I felt good and shit. Like, you know suck. what I'm saying? Like I ain't never did no shit like that. <laughs> did you buy some different shoes to run in? I had some Air Max. You know what I'm saying? Definitely got to have them running shoes because you know now that I put on regular shoes and, <laughs> and try to trot down the block or something, right. catch the garbage man or something. I'm like, these ain't no running shoes. No. These Jays ain't hitting no shit. <laughs> Not at all. It's just they got no arch support. <laughs> it's just, it's flat boys. Oh, fuck your whole shit up. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, I, I you know ran in the Air Max, but the thing I did different. That changed it. Before I didn't run with headphones. I'm just listening to my own breath and shit. Right. Well, they say that's the best way to do it. Fuck that. If you run with songs, you go further because you're just playing songs. Yeah, you go further. You don't feel yourself. You don't. You don't hear yourself getting tired when you're running just with your air. You hear your shit getting laid. That's what they say. You need to hear that type of shit. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm a, you just I, ain't gonna see it coming. I, I just won't run because shit. Nigga. Had he been listening, he would have been. Saying, what you listening for though? You listening for the shit you just heard? What? When just, where if you wheeze it or if some shit pop or whatever, there's certain shit. Listen. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm of the mindset of a good headphone or playlist. I'm just saying this is some new information I got from an expert, you know, a motherfucker, somebody that works in the running industry that Uh does this type of shit. They work in fitness. What they say? And they were like, the main thing that people do wrong Uh is when they do a cardio, they always put on headphones and they don't listen to their body. And I was like, that's me. I I listen to how I feel, but shit, other than that, I don't want to hear that shit. 
<laughs> you don't even want to hear your body no you more. Be, <laughs> you got to train your body. <laughs> should be like this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, that's that's the real life. That's real life. <laughs> that shit make you want to stop. Like, hold up, man. Yeah. This is too much for me. <laughs> I put that Jeezy on, boy. I was gone. Your body going to feel like it ain't being heard. They going to take a stand. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't feel no kind of way. So I was like, I'm yeah. in this bitch using all caps. <laughs> we'll see. Send a nigga a text body. Oh, shit. Maybe I do need to get one of them bands or some shit. Did you lie? Hey, Vlad, you the technology man. Why don't you find me something? Talk to you, brother. Find me something that could, that could send me a text of my body getting fucked up while I'm running. <laughs> and listening to Jesus. Right to your fucking your spam filter. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn it! Oh, man. I didn't identify <laughs> the address. I mean, they got it if a water bottle could tell you you need to drink your water, nigga, shit. I'm sure. You still fucking with the Fitbit, Vlad, or no? No, no, I got the Apple Watch. Okay, so that does what the Fitbit used to do. You still do you still yeah, tune part. into that? For what? So the Apple Watch? Just yeah, like just your your health uh, metrics. Do, you know that shit is kind of novelty. The first two yeah, weeks, I'm them, curious. Them shits is like the the pet rock of the right. 21st century. I feel it. You know what I'm saying? The fidget spinner. Of, of fitness. How'd that shit get hot all Man, of a sudden? If you got kids, I don't know how I got started, but my daughter made me find one of them motherfuckers. That shit we, look like the most regular shit ever. It's like some, some shit that's some from a manufacturing plant or some shit that just was like a byproduct. Right. Like, hey, let's throw, we got millions of these shits. What are we going to do? That shit look like would catch an L on Shark Tank. Let's Man, paint it. Killing it. They got they got bootleg versions there. Man, them kids is going crazy about them shits. Vlad got one? You like it for that? Yeah. No, I got, I was I did a show in Auburn, and this kid, uh, one of the producers' sons, gave it to me. He's like, "Hey, you can have it." Oh wow! And I was asking him about. I was like, "So, what does it do for you?" This kid's about maybe twelve, and he said, "You know, it helps me focus, helps me from, no, get, from getting distracted." That's bullshit. And, uh, Shit, that, shit dist- that shit distract the kids more than it. You know what I'm saying? That's what they say is supposed to stop you from being distracted, but they be distracted playing with the motherfucker. Yeah, it's like just something to do. It's like smoking. Like, they be spitting and they put it on their forehead, try to right. balance it on their nose. Yeah, that. You focus, you focus, then the motherfucker on the wrong thing. <laughs> like a koosh ball. Remember the koosh balls from back in the day? Oh, like koosh ball. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. They remember would that. have shit. There's all these little <laughs> fucking toys that would have shit for, for four months. Yeah. So back to my original question. Do you still use the metrics on your eye watch or not? Nah? So here's what I do use it for. So what happens is, no, 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 no. That's something else. Um, I'll use my Apple Watch for uh, my heart rate. Okay. So typically, when you're when you're on a treadmill, you have the heart rate sensor. You can keep track of what your heart rate's supposed to be. Right. You gotta keep your hands on that shit. Right. Keep your hands on it. Down. What the Apple Watch allows you to do is you can just be loose, kind of. If you're running, if you're doing a jump rope, if you're going around the gym doing circuits, and you want to keep a certain target heart rate. Mm I use it for that, um, but not so much for steps or, or sleep. You know, the, the Apple Watch doesn't do sleep. Mm-hmm. So in terms of fitness, it's really just uh, just the heart rate. That's what I use it for. Oh, all right. That's what's up. Because like you, you, know, you can feel like, cause you can feel like you're working out, but then your heart rate is not where it should be, and you're like, oh, I got to go harder. Yeah, I guess so. And you know, so crazy. It's interesting. Like, there's certain people. The more they work out, their heart rate lowers and lowers and lowers. Like, what's his name? I think, uh, what's my man's name with one nut, the bicyclist? Lance, Lance, Lance Armstrong, Armstrong, yeah. Lance Armstrong, I think his resting heart rate is like 60 beats a minute or something even lower than that, like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like his, his, his fucking heartbeat's like, boop, boop. 
<laughs> shit is lit. That shit cool. Is, you know what I mean? That shit is chilling. <laughs> yeah, so you know, it's, it's important. It's, that's definitely, I would say that's, I would say that's the most important uh, 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 data. But the ones, they have, they have like, uh, they have ones that measure your sleep too now. Boop. They measure how much, like deep sleep. Uh, they measure, uh, there's one that, this, you know, they're coming up with all kinds of stuff, D. They got one that measures like brain waves and stuff like that. Mm. Um, Man, I don't know crazy. <clears throat> what they doing with all this shit. Because you told me the shit was on my phone <laughs> and shit, right? Yeah. Oh, I I'll, I'll show you some shit on your I phone. Ain't, I ain't never used up. the shit. You know what I'm saying? Now this shit doesn't measure. I'm talking about I walk motherfucking 9,000 steps today and shit. How the fuck he know? Now you feel good about yourself. Don't <laughs> no, you? I don't. Fuck it. I feel like it's an invasion of privacy. Like, uh, how the fuck? I ain't even know this shit was on my <laughs> fucking phone. I just motherfucking know my step frequency. Don't you have to motherfucking set this shit up or something? That's his setup. Once you gave him got, that, that uh, you gave him your fingerprint though. I can't believe yeah, you yeah, out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that, but you know what I'm saying. But I ain't know the shit was just you know what I'm saying measuring motherfucking feet. Now I'm gonna show you some other shit that they. This did. shit fuck you up. You do some shit like motherfucker. You ain't. They got your shit where you walked and everything. Dude, I'm gonna show you some shit. We get off the mic. Show some me? shit that's gonna fuck your head up. You gonna be like, what? Yeah, it's crazy. Don't show me no shit that's gonna fuck my head <laughs> it's gonna up. Fuck your head up. You go want to switch a, switch a, uh, a setting. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he's talking. I know what he's talking about too. Well, I mean, well, I well, people want to know. <laughs> you got? I don't know exactly. It's the frequently visited shit. There's a oh, thing on there where on if you go through not sites, no. If you go through, because they have GPS on your phone, uh -huh. so if you go through this little shit, the shit is tracking everywhere you go, right? Mm -hmm. And then it aligns says. Oh, you always here a lot, and you always there a lot. And the shit is it'll fuck you up. You're like, oh wow, damn, they see all this type of shit. Sometimes you just don't want NSA following everywhere you go. Because they're going to know where you're going to be. Oh, it's Tuesday. I know mm -hmm. where they're going to be. going to be right there. Boop. Let's pop up on them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of that, I feel like it's time to transform and roll out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, Vlad, tell the people where you're going to be at. Uh, I'm in L.A., man, for a couple for a couple weeks. And then uh, May 31st through June 3rd, I believe, I will be in uh, Minneapolis at the House of Comedy mm. in uh, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. I'll be there for seven shows. Um, then after that, I'll be at Rooster Teeth for this. But yeah, I'm in L.A. for the next two weeks, man. I'm just kicking it locally. All right. Bet, oh, bet, God. bet. Oh, Muhammad, where you at? Oh, man. I guess tomorrow, when y'all hear this, tomorrow night, I'm going to be uh, shooting the Genius Talks with uh, Mimi. Valdez and Bev hosting. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Produced by, you know what I'm saying, the Genius Agency with a J. You know what I'm okay. saying? My man CJ. Creative right. Genius Agency. I'm sorry. Cool, cool. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be there tomorrow shooting that, you know what I'm saying? Soaking up the game, you know what I'm saying? And shit. I'll be out there on the social media at Mr. Muhammad, you know, on Twitter and Instagram and Thorough TV on the Snap. You know what I'm saying? Holla at your boy. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate y'all always reaching out, you know what I'm saying? Showing love to the show. And thank you for listening. All right. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to be local as well. Uh, I'll be all on social media. been trying to rock with this uh, Instagram stories a little bit more. So, yo, hit me. Send messages. Let's, let's engage. See how this works out. Uh, <laughs> real talk. I need... Before I cut my shit off. Boy. Nah, I want some engagement. But also, Thursday, 11 p.m. This Thursday, May 18th, we're coming back with new episodes of Comedy Knockout. So uh, this Thursday, tune in to True TV, 11 p.m. Set it up. Let's get it in. All right? And as always, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation. Yes. We out. In the
thing of it all is to be in the conversation. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. We out.